Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field, to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used. We're just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with Future Tech Podcast. I have as my guest today, uh, Dr. Ben Gertzel. He's the founder and CEO of Singularity Net, and we're going to be talking about the interface of uh, artificial intelligence and blockchains. So, Dr. Gertzel, how are you doing? Very good, very good. I'm here in Barcelona. Oh, what are you doing in Barcelona? Uh, there's a big on a blockchain conference here. It's been here spreading the word about uh, Singularity Net, as I've been doing for the last few weeks in a, in a variety of locations. Well, very good. All right, so let's let's keep spreading the word. Tell me about Singularity Net. What do you guys do? Well, we're bringing AI and blockchain together to create you know a, a decentralized, autonomous organization for AIs with the the two aims of providing better AI as a service to businesses in, in every market niche, and also creating a, a decentralized online breeding grounds for the next level of artificial general intelligence. So when you say uh, AI as a service, I mean, I could think of some of the, like, the low-level stuff, like chatbots, you know, could be AI as a service, um, you know, maybe like... ...with their Bluemix suite, and then AI tools offered within... Google Cloud, and then, you know, there's a load of different startups offering various AI-based services online for analyzing, looking at images, looking at sounds, doing Bayesian inference, and carrying out a great variety of different AI tasks, but it's very siloed off. I mean, each, each company offers one highly specific type of AI services, and even AM or Amazon offers a number of sort of separate AI widgets carrying out particular types of analyses. And what, what we want to do is broaden things in a, in a couple ways. I mean, what, one of them is we want to allow everyone on the planet who has an AI algorithm to, you know, put it online, wrap it in our APIs, including smart contracts, and then install their AI widget in, in the singularity net. So then anyone who wants to reach out to the Singularity Net for AI services can can then find this person out that they've installed in the network. And what this is, your old AI hacker in Ethiopia, or a, you know, a seven a seventy year old database analytics guru in Russia, they can post something online, they can wrap it in Singularity Net API, and then a customer anywhere in the world who wants AI doing what this person's AI does. 
and find that code, use it, and then and then we provide them a way to monetize that and be compensated for it. So in, on that level, it's sort of like, I mean, it's a decentralized open app store for AIs anyone can participate in. And what brings it beyond that is that the AIs in the singularity net can talk to each other and, and reference each other, which of course apps in the app store don't do. So, I mean, if, for example, if you have, if you have an AI that summarizes videos, Someone who needs a video summarized may put out a request to the Singularity Net. Hey, who can summarize my video? They may find a node, an agent in the Singularity Net that can do it at a reasonable price that has a good reputation. But then while this video summary AI agent is summarizing the video, you know, it may hit some speech in a language it doesn't know. Then this AI agent can outsource and also for the speech and Russian or whatever other unknown language it is to some AI node that's good at translating, say, Russian into into English. So AI nodes can refer to each other and outsource work to each other. And this brings it beyond just being an app store for AIs and, and makes it a network of interacting AIs. I mean, the use cases really are across the board. It, it's it's at a direct level, it's a service provided to businesses, not to consumers. I mean, the rest okay. in the singularity net are exposing an API to business users that, that want to integrate that API into their websites or into their IT systems. And I mean, we, we anticipate a lot of people will build end user interfaces around the services in the singularity net. And we're already talking to some people who want to do exactly that. But um, in the most direct level, the Singularity Net is providing AI services via a variety of APIs to constructing, you know, websites and applications that, that need to to utilize AI. Oh, yeah. So, what are, so some, you've got some interest already. So what are some of the first things that companies want to do with the system? Like, what's an example without giving away? Where we started with this, which is robotics. I mean, we We've been connecting together a whole bunch of different AI tools to control our Hanson robots, including the Sophia humanoid robot, who's been the the spokes robot for the Singularity Net and the and the, the chief humanoid of the organization. So, cloud robotics has become a flourishing niche in the last couple of years, and I think the Singularity Net can be very powerful for supplying robots of of all sorts with with diverse intelligence but i mean in a in a completely different direction we've been talking to a large networking hardware and software provider about using singularity net for network data analytics and that's just you know that's a large scale data analysis problem but it's one where you find that deep neural nets alone don't do the trick so you want to use neural nets together with symbolic inference or evolutionary learning, other AI algorithms. And mm. the Singularity Net provides an ideal platform for combining different AI algorithms together in a in a single process to solve a hard problem. I mean you mentioned chatbots, of course that's also an application. If you if you look at how popular chatbots like Google Assistant or Siri or Alexa work I mean, there's a fairly simple chatbot framework 
then what happens is on the back end, that chatbot framework calls in a variety of specialized services for choosing songs or making airline reservations or finding restaurants or looking in your in your contacts. And, you know, Alexa has opened this up a bit by allowing there to be a variety of different skills that the basic Alexa chatbot can draw on, but that's still quite quite limited. The skills are very narrow and the AI code underlying those skills I mean, each skill is a sort of siloed off, narrow program. The code behind the different skills don't communicate with each other. So from the standpoint of a chatbot... It seems like uh, AIs are like idiot savants. You know, one can like play chess and be amazing, but you ask it to, you know, play Go and it Yeah, that's the current state of the art. Right. And of course, it's amazing compared to the state of the art five or ten years ago. But each AI is very narrow in what it can do. And that's not necessarily bad. Those AIs are good at doing what they do. But what we can do with a framework like SingularityNet that allows many AIs to talk to each other and communicate with each other and cooperate, we can put some AIs in the network that are good at generalization and transferring knowledge from one domain to another and, and abstraction. And AIs that are good at this kind of generalization and abstraction is what I've been working on in the OpenCog AI project for a long time now. In SingularityNet, you can connect AIs good at abstraction and generalization with AIs that are good at doing very narrow and specific tasks. And you can do this in a, in a framework that's designed to allow different AIs to communicate and, and cooperate. And I think this, uh, this is quite interesting to me because it brings together cognitive dynamics and economic dynamics in, in, in a certain way. Because, I mean, the, the interaction between two different nodes in the singularity net, it's both cognitive in that one node is requesting another one to do something for it, like, say, help mm -hmm. translate a piece of text encountered in analyzing a movie or to you know, to, to help a neural net get past a learning bottleneck it found by doing some evolutionary learning that another node knows how to do. But there's also an economic aspect because one node will pay another in, in our, our custom crypto token for the services that, that, that were rendered. Now, if two nodes find they often work well together, say a certain video analysis node and a certain language translation node, or a certain neural net node and a certain evolutionary learning node. If two nodes find they often work well together, they'll often be paying one another for services, and they will remember that each, they will remember which node is a good customer of which other node. And then in, that's much like heavy in learning in the brain. The connection between two neurons in the brain gets reinforced from right. repeated use. So, I mean, you have. You have learning within the AI nodes and AI agents, each one individually. Then you have learning on the level of network as there's learning by each node of which, which other AI nodes tend to cooperate well with it to carry out which types of, of user tasks. And I think this can both, it can both be uh, smarter with more different AI contributions because all the AI code we have in GitHub now, which is tens of thousands of AI projects sitting in GitHub, you know, they're there, they yeah. do great things, but they're hard to download and, and build and use them. If we provide an easy way for all of these things to be 
supplied to, to end users and to interoperate with each other, we can have a lot more different AI services than any big company can can offer. And now, you know, we're also spreading the the wealth more widely because the the rewards from the use of these AI services is not just going to a handful of big companies, but it's going to a huge variety of authors of AI code who have put their code online and inserted it into the singularity net. Oh, so you want it to be a marketplace where coders create these uh, narrow AIs and they can, you know, join the whole marketplace yeah, with other absolutely. AIs. I mean, I think if you if you look at it from a business view, you can look at businesses like Uber and Airbnb, and what these did is they noticed an underexploited resource, right? In Uber, it was like the passenger seats in people's cars when we're driving around, and in the Airbnb case, it's like empty bedrooms and empty apartments. So here. Here, the underexploded resource is really AI code, which has been developed by, you know, grad students and independent researchers. And that AI code is sitting there online in, in GitHub and, and other code repositories, but it's not easily exploitable by most businesses because they don't have the experts online and put it in a, in a service access and, and use it. I mean, then this underexploited resource of AI code written by various people all over the world can be right. exploited. And I mean, and then it will grow because there's more incentive for people who have invented a new approach to an AI problem to actually put it out there for everyone to use because, I mean, A, they can monetize. B, even if money isn't their driving motive, they can just get people to use their code, which is, which is a major source of right. incentive for, for people also. So what stage are you at? Like, how many AIs do you have in your platform? Is the platform up and running? You know, where is it, well, where we, is it at? Well, we have just started building this in the last few months. So there's, there's some pre-alpha code, but it's not, it's not up for everyone to use yet. What we're doing now is we're wrapping a bunch of our own AI methods in the first version of the SingularityNet API just to sort of see what we can learn by putting some open reasoning analysis and some basic chatbots in there. And then they, over the next few months, once we refine things and scale it up a bit by testing it on our own AI algorithms, then in, in early 2018, we'll, we'll open it up for everybody. So we, we've just, uh, we've got a development team together and we're, we're building code, but we haven't launched yet. Okay, well, very good. Um, what will be the point? All right. So the point of the uh, the crypto token, the blockchain aspect, is to allow developers to be paid for their AIs that they'd contribute to the network. Is there any other uh, use? Yeah, of I mean, the block, blockchain gives us a few different things here. I mean, certainly exchange of value is a is a large one. I mean, we we want people who enter their code into the network to compensate for it, and also since since the economic transactions between nodes in the network themselves are data to be mined. Because, you know, when two nodes have a successful interaction, then that information that those new nodes, that those two nodes work together, right? And the mm -hmm. data of all these transactions is valuable for the network to optimize itself. So the, the way the blockchain stores in the distributed ledger, all the data of the transactions between the nodes, I mean, that, that's valuable because the distributed ledger is a valuable resource for data mining and, and system optimization. Then homomorphic encryption is also very valuable here because 
many times data that's put into this kind of network, you know, it, it should be viewable in different ways by different parties. So, for example, if you have if you have a home robot and what the home robot sees through its video camera, some aspects of that may go to a singularity net node associated with your home robot. Now, something your home robot has seen, you're willing to share openly with other AI nodes if they want to pay for it to use as training data for their vision algorithms or something. Some parts of it you want to keep private. Similarly, with, with medical data, I mean, some, some aspects of medical data before they're shared and others, others can be shared openly and, and, and literally. Allow the data mining of all the transactions in this system, and we want homomorphic encryption, flexible configuration of of privacy. And we, we also find that because AI is is complicated. I mean, there's there's a lot of uses for smart contracts in specifying the the term by which one AI will compensate another another for what for what it does. I mean, so even Let's uh, let's finish up. So, how can um, developers and people, you know, start interacting with you? What's the way, the best way to get in touch with you and to, uh, you know, get involved in the alpha and testing? Yeah, if developers are interested in in helping with the alpha, I mean, there's a well, that's that's a good question. We we sh we should set up a better for a better forum for that. To be to be honest, we we've we've re we've really just started with that with with development. So in Within the next week, we just posted a website like two days ago, right? So we're just barely getting started with this. But within within the next week, we're going to add a add a page on, on the on the website, uh, giving developers information about about how to get involved. But I mean, we right. right now the development is taking place within the OpenCog GitHub. So within the OpenCog GitHub team, there's a there's a Singularity Net repository. I think we're probably going to split it off into its own its own team soon on on, on GitHub. But for now, it's within OpenCog, which is which is where it started. So I mean, if someone if someone is active on on GitHub as a as a, as a software developer, they can uh, ping us on. They can look at the code. They can ping us on okay. GitHub and ask to join the team. Okay. Well, Dr. Gertzley, I appreciate you uh, taking the time and. Yeah, I know it's in the early stages, but this is going to be very interesting in what it turns into. So, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think, I, and thank you for for interviewing me on this. I mean, I think this uh, this can really be the next stage in AI. I mean, both in terms of the AI community and bringing AI beyond narrow siloed off AIs and beyond sort of big corporate domination of AI into something that's right. more general and more democratic and I mean, I'm, I'm hoping this can also sort of, by the diversity in this sort of network and the diversity of activity you can have, there, this can serve as the as the breeding ground in which general intelligence can can finally crystallize. Okay. The Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field, to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird 
to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. You've been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.